Alright guys, we are back for the final prequel movie, Revenge of the Sith. Exciting times here on Offscript. For real. We're finally finished, almost, with the prequel movies. Yeah. We knew that these would be a challenge to get through. <laughs> and it's, after this, it's smooth sailing. I'm actually part. really pumped about this movie. Yeah, so. I, but I'm, I'm not even trying to like say that we're not excited for this, because we definitely are excited for this. Yeah, the prequels actually were a fun challenge, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. Because the way we kind of go into viewing it is, imagine you've never seen these films before, right? Um, and you don't have to be a kid, but just, if this is the first time you've watched it, Phantom Menace isn't awful on the first watch, right? And then the second time, like, watching Empire, um, watching Attack of the Clones, we had some issues there. And we'll recap that later. But Revenge, we've got a lot of positives here. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into that, but also kind of talk about some negative aspects to the movies, too. <laughs> yeah. I'll do just some announcement stuff. Talk yeah, about, sure. Go talk about it. Patreon. So. Um, yeah, so uh, um, if you didn't watch or listen to our Mandalorian Episode 3 Yep. Uh, podcast. We talked a little bit about our Patreon. So basically, we're completely redoing our Patreon. We're doing a giveaway uh, before the Rise of Skywalker. So if you join our Patreon, which is now only $1 a month for a Patreon, and if you feel so led, it would be awesome. It's all just a dollar to really support us a whole lot. Yeah, and basically all we're trying to do here is just kind of boost our equipment, but also, um, I mean, reality is that we have a lot of merch that we're trying to get as well, mm-hmm. put out there for everybody. Yeah. So, you know, it's something crazy. It's just also just kind mm-hmm. of showing support for us, which we yeah. appreciate. So. Um, and the giveaway, if you uh, become a patron between now and um, the 14. 14th of December, mm-hmm. we are giving away a $25... Uh, Probably Regal, I guess. Yeah, Regal. Or Regal people. Uh, Regal so. or AMC. Regal the thing or AMC. is, whoever wins. Yeah. Whoever wins, we'll just like, yeah. you let us know which one you want. Exactly. Um, or it could be like a Fandango gift card, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so you can go see Rise of, you and a friend can go see Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a giveaway that we're doing on the podcast. What else and, we have? Oh, uh, Instagram? Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram so that if you win, we can get your um, Instagram. That would be great. Because um, I think I don't think no Patreon gives us like emails or anything like that. I think it just gives us names, so then we could use the name to find you on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Um, that would be helpful. Or Twitter if you don't have an Instagram. Yeah, Facebook. Not a problem. We're kind of all over the like place that. there. So um, we'll track you down. But yeah, that <laughs> not trying to be weird, but like just like <laughs> just like Django Fett yeah. did to actually nobody. <laughs> Django Fett tracked down Padme pretty easily. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing that when she has an open window in basically Las Vegas, you can pretty much track anyone down. Speaking of open windows, that view she has from their balcony, whoa. Whoa, 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 man. I would pay a lot of money to have that view. A lot. Yeah, so anyway. (laughs) Yeah, she's got some high rent up there in Coruscant. (laughs) For Uh, real. All right, I'm ready to kind of jump in if you're ready to jump in. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Revenge of the Sith, get ready, spoiler alert. We're actually probably going to dive deep into all the prequels, heads up. So, and honestly, all the other films. So if you haven't seen Star Wars, eh, don't, don't listen. <laughs> but if, if you don't care, listen. So. <laughs> all right. Where do we want to start? Do we just want to do a overview of kind of like our thoughts? Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. What'd you think of this movie after, it's been years since we watched it. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite Star Wars movie when I was a kid. <laughs> I will say that. This, I always really loved this movie because this is the f- movie that came out when I was old enough to understand. Going, So I was four when this movie came out. Were you? Four years old. This is 2005. So yeah. I was almost, actually, that's not even true. I was three. I wasn't even four yet. Because this came out in May. Yes. I, it was July, my yeah. was in July. So I was three years old. So I didn't obviously watch this movie when it came out. I watched this movie probably like 2008, 2009 was probably the first time I watched this movie. Um, when I was How six or seven, seven, seven or eight, around there. Um, this was definitely my favorite movie when, when I was a kid. Um, and watching this movie reminded me why I like this movie so much is because the movie's freaking sick. Like yeah. a lot of the time, Visually, this movie it's is cool. so cool. Yeah. Um, it's so cool to, to watch this movie visually, and I know that's something really high on our list. Well, of yeah, we'll talk about movie. that in a few minutes. But my initial reaction in watching the movie again was I remembered why I like this movie a lot, and I remembered why I didn't like the other movies as much because this was definitely my favorite. 
Okay. So, rewatching. As a kid, I was in the same boat. I watched this. I was 11. Came out and, yeah, I was in elementary school. I thought as a kid this was the best movie ever. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Is Anakin becomes Darth Vader. It's, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, he goes and kills all these people. And the Jedi get killed. It's so sad, right? And that actually is pretty sad on even when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. A lot of really good moments between Obi-Wan and Anakin. We'll get into more of that later. But this movie stands out more because the prequels, in my opinion, aren't very good at all. And this movie is the best of those by far. Mm-hmm. This is the only true, in my opinion, Star Wars yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. If that, <laughs> yeah, is if that kind of that's very right, accurate. Where the I others say, didn't I feel agree. like that. So yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Very this this one actually feels like a Star Wars movie. Yes. So with that in mind, let's jump into our positives here and yeah. just kind of think. So guys, today we're gonna do five positives, five negatives. I know we kind of laughed about last episode. Um, <laughs> Last episode was more of us just recounting some of the awful, awful bits of dialogue from the movie. Mm. But I'm kind of excited to jump a little bit further into this. Now, once again, I've seen some comments from different people around the internet, not about us in particular. But they talk about how we are trashing George Lucas and getting an audience out of it. Okay, So I do want to address that briefly. We 100% like George Lucas's universe. And, and for the record, we watched this movie, and within the first 10 minutes... We were, I think, I remember who it was that said that, said it, but Connor, I think, said, like, wow, like, George Lucas, this is great. Like, these visuals are crazy at the beginning of the movie. This is so cool. Like, some of the shots that they show at the beginning of the movie are so Clone ships versus the Separatists. Incredible work. Here's our only concern. George clearly has no idea how people talk to each other. I, I think you're right because I don't I don't even know if George Lucas talks to anybody normally. Have you heard? It will, and we'll dump into more dialogue from this movie. But last movie, Anakin straight up says, "I don't think she liked it," or she covered the cameras. I don't think she liked me watching. Talking about a girl in her room. George, that is one hundred level stalker crap. That is stage five clinger. All right. Yeah. You can't do that, my you man. Do that. You so. can't do that. That's our only concern, and that's all I'm going to say about it. We like the universe. It's okay to be a little critical of it now. Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, we'll get into this more in sequels. Mm -hmm. We're probably on the recap. No, we'll save it. We'll save the comparisons to the original trilogy and sequel after this. We'll surprise you. Yeah, we'll (laughs) surprise you. Positives. uh, Why don't you start off with number five? Yeah, so number five is for sure the visual effects of this movie. Um, This movie, so much better than episodes one and two when it comes to visuals. And that is apparent right away in the opening scene in the Battle of Coruscant. Yes. Dope. Like, absolutely dope. The shots are sick. The The color palette is what stood out to me. Sweet. So, I love how Coruscant is essentially just the metropolis of the galaxy, right? And we get the shot of basically this massive city. And then we see just slowly a ship going over it. And then it's like a slow drumbeat, right? We get that score in the background. And you kind of feel, okay, this is actually a war going on. And mm. we jump right in there. Within about five minutes, we get all these incredible sound effects of between the ships flying everywhere. We have Anakin's ship, Obi-Wan's ship, dodging like different tactics. You know, bullets are flying past them left and right. We get clones battling. Mm. So, so, so cool. Really cool. So cool. And I'm very impressed with a lot of the work. And you can tell the attention to detail that he focuses on this movie and the visual effects. It's, it's noticeable, and it's noticeable from 99's Phantom Menace to 2005's uh, Revenge of the Sith. You can tell the difference. Because finally, it seems the mm. world is caught up to what he's trying to do. For sure. Awesome. Loved every really second cool, of it. Really cool. Really yep. cool. So that's definitely a positive, in, in my opinion. Uh, I, I also really liked just the overall smoothness of the visuals was a lot more natural. Yes. Um, and we, it we didn't get Anakin. Well we didn't get Anakin on that stupid, uh, not rhino, but the like camel looking thing surfing. Where you're like, ah, oh, this is so cheesy. Yeah, that was awful. Rough. Rough, rough, rough. All right. Visually, love it. 
we're all in for it. The whole movie. So, uh, just kind of getting... I, we like doing numbers and round numbers here. So, top three favorite visual moments. All right? Yeah. Uh, and, like, mine, number three, I just like the character of General Grievous. Really cool concept, mm-hmm. and it's all green screen. Pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. That actually doesn't look that green screen. It doesn't. He, look, he looks like it's a guy. In yeah. So, and even the green screen effects, we always make fun of George Lucas for, like, discovering the green screen in 1999 and then yeah. just falling in love with the green screen and yep. caring more about green screens than his own characters. Um, but, because <laughs> that's what, that's, when I watch The Phantom Menace, that's it's all feels. green screen mm-hmm. and Attack of the Clones is mostly green screened. Revenge of the Sith seems like it's less reliant on green screens and it kind of shows, or not even less reliant, it's, it's less, it's less tacky with green screens. Tacky is a great way to put it. Yep. Um, and, and he uses green screens appropriately. Yes. And not in just because he can. Some moments are because you can, right. I will say. But for sure. Let's, I want to just go, I guess, number two, number one, uh, visual, just, I guess, like effects and just in general, right? Uh, I think that some of the Coruscant, like, city overview is very gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, the actual drawing design, mm-hmm. really cool. And I, there was a shot of, like, the same exact building from episode two and episode three. And I said to Connor, like, wow, that looks way better than episode two. Yep. Like three years difference and it looks that much better. Yep. So if that isn't any indication of what we think of this movie visually, there you go. Yep. So last piece I just want to contribute here that I think visually looks cool. The planets themselves. So we're going to jump deep into some of the actual, some other stuff. So that's why I'm holding back a little bit, but in general, Mustafar looks awesome. Utapal looks cool. Mm-hmm. Coruscant, we've already talked about, looks good. They just we get some different ideas, some mm-hmm. different planets. Kashyyyk, really, really yeah. interesting looking. Um, like the way that that's set up. Plus, a lot of the creatures and machines. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi Wan's little like chicken lizard thing that he rides <laughs> around. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's the noise for you. That's it. All right. So number two or number four here. On our positive list, um, very happy with the use of Bail Organa in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think they really do a good job bringing him finally into the fold. Should have been more in these prequels, I think, in general. Yeah. Only it was a missed opportunity with yes. the character. And it's in the Clone Wars. He's in the Clone Wars a lot, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But really, I think would have been good if he was more... He's in number two briefly. Should have been in that a lot more, uh-huh. in my opinion. Was he in the first movie? I don't think so. Okay. And if he is, I, I don't actually remember. Yeah. Which... I don't think so. That's just enough, yeah. If you if you don't remember a character, right? I mean, probably wasn't in it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I think they do a great job of incorporating him to keep canon steady, and also yeah. he's a rel- like reluctant voice against the Empire. You would think, um, but I give him credit. He just kind of goes with it because you have mm-hmm. to, right? Yeah. If you're too outspoken, they're going to attack you. Where now he can form rebel, yeah, rebel alliance. Quite frankly, you Pretty know. Much. So, uh, any other thoughts on our boy Bale? Um. I, I I really like his character, and I, I think he's a great performance. I, I just, yeah, I wish he was more involved. Because um, it's an interesting, you know, tie into the original trilogy. Very. So, um, and it's and then it would be more, it would be better, like, sentimentally better at the end when he adopts Leia. It would be more, like, emotional. Like, yes, it would make more sense. Yeah, it would make yeah. way more sense. Because yeah. then he just says, like, my wife and I have always wanted to adopt a daughter. I'm like, we, okay, well, yes. we had no idea. No one was really cool. I, just, I actually wish he was a little bit older, and we got more of a relationship where he kind of looked just Pad, at Padme as more of a daughter. Hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Where, okay, like a grandfather almost adopted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah. Where he's like more like 50, right? I agree. And just him and his wife. You, you can get something in the second movie where it's, hey, you know, we've never actually had kids. Mm-hmm. And he, he's kind of walking her through some different politics, maneuvering, mm-hmm. and she's kind of discussing everything right. with her. Yeah. Um, and I think then it makes sense why he's like, you know, we really, I, I was very fond of her as a person, right? Mm-hmm. She was a great senator, a great person. I'd be happy to carry her legacy on. And it'd be nice, I think, if like Obi-Wan basically brought up the fact of, hey, would you want to take the daughter? Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. for him now, it's actually sentimental where it's, you know, I'd, I'd be unhonored, if that right. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I mean, quite frankly, Yoda does, I don't know if Yoda knows Bail Organa very well. I know he picked yeah. him up one time, but <laughs> other than that, right? Yeah. They're just kind of giving this girl to this guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we don't know him that well. But either way, um, I am happy that he's in it more. I uh-huh. wish he was in it even more. But so, uh-huh. so. yeah, so that's that's good. Uh, third positive 
Ian McDermott's portrayal of Palpatine is a big positive, I think. Sick. Uh, he does such a good job. Such a good job. And when you talk to him about it, I've re- like watched interviews. He always does a yearly interview at Star Wars Celebration most mm-hmm. of the time. He loves this movie. And he loved playing the character in this movie. He chews on that scenery, baby. He does. Chews that up yeah. and spits it out. Uh-huh. Uh, you want to just jump into probably our favorite scene from this movie? Yeah, sure. The opera scene? Yeah. So we kept laughing about the head turn. Not from a Jedi. <laughs> I mean, but it's awesome. Yeah. Like, that dialogue is really good. It's so interesting. And his his deliverance of those lines. Do it. Is really I know good. you want to. Do it. Yeah. Oh, not it's that. Really Sorry. Really great. Do up. The, uh, um... <laughs> The dark, you're talking about Darth Plagueis yes, the Wise? Yes. I, we were, you were saying it all last night. <laughs> do it. The tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Oh. Like, it's like a dramatic reading. Guys, yeah. Why don't we do a dramatic Plagueis reading? So here's what we're going We've got this, everybody. Dramatic reading. Uh, oh, no. Not dramatic irony. <laughs> you stupid Google. <laughs> Here we go. I had it up yesterday, but uh, it was a joke, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. Here we go. Shout out to Reddit for having the whole thing written out. That I can read easily. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, do you have just? I, mean, I'll, I won't read the whole thing. Do you but have I'll, Anakin? I don't know if I do. Um, I think this is kind of just one. It's one speech. He doesn't really talk in between. Oh, okay. All um, right. I know that Anakin says, "Is it possible to learn this power?" Okay, yeah, I'll, really I'll, I'll drop line. that line for you. Um. Um. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> this is a really good speech. Oh, I think I'm I found the lie. whole thing, guys. Oh, sweet. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, I was so wrong. He does have speaking lines in between. Here you go. Okay, so I will be playing the role of Palpatine and Connor will be playing the role of Anakin. Thank you. All right. Did you ever hear the tragedy? Oh, no, sorry. It's a, did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No. <laughs> I, I, I thought not. It's a story the Jedi... It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. And again, he's not a Sith at Pause all. Pause really quick here. <laughs> Anakin, wouldn't you be like, what are you talking like, about? who told you these things? Definitely not a Sith, I can tell you that much. Yeah, my man. So weird. All right. Um, Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith. So powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midichlorians to create life. Classic George. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. He could actually save people from death? The dark side of the fourth is a force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. <laughs> good meme there. <laughs> a good line, yeah. That is definitely a meme. What happened to him? He became so powerful. The only thing he was afraid of was losing his power, which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Ironic. <laughs> <laughs> he could save others from death, but not himself. Is it possible to learn this power? Geronic head turn. Not from a Jedi. <laughs> so okay. and scene. Yeah. Thank you guys. So as much as we like to meme that up, and it, like at least three of those lines I've see, been seen used in memes. Oh yeah. Definitely that is it possible to learn this power? Yeah. Ironic. And Ironic. just the whole speech in general. <laughs> and is the for the unnatural, the be unnatural. That is definitely. Uh, three memes there. Here's here's my issue with Anakin here. Anakin is very easily sold. Mm-hmm. I mean, very quickly. And his beef is, and this is, I think, what's interesting, is in the first movie, we don't get it, but he says, I had a dream I was going to be freed. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish maybe there's a little bit more behind that. Okay. Second movie, I have a dream my mother is dying, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, that's all happening, like, all their stuff outside of his control, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? The third thing is, like, I know you're going to die in childbirth. You're like, whoa. Whoa, like, whoa. Whoa. Like, no, what's weird (laughs) is, and this is why I think it'd be more interesting in these movies. And once again, guys, we're going to do an entire outline and post it online. But why doesn't Obi-Wan just know this? Because wouldn't this be more interesting if Obi-Wan and Anakin kind of went to him first and said, hey, I need to figure this out. For sure. Right? I think you're right. And then both of them are trying to, maybe trying to solve it and then... Anakin, instead of being patient, because you, if you show him for three movies being extremely impatient, basically turns to somebody that he doesn't quite know and just trusts because, hey, this is going to save her right away. I don't know. 
We'll get to that more later, talking about Anakin. Uh, but yeah, Ian McDermott, sick. And then uh, let's go on to one more piece I really liked. It's treason, then. (laughs) 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 But yeah, uh, and then he's sick in the Yoda, right before Yoda fight. Mm -hmm. My green little friend. (laughs) All right, is that all the... Oh, yeah, uh, the last bit where he says, You killed her in your your anger. anger. No! (laughs) Not great there. Not great. (laughs) Not great. All right, cool, so... Love Ian McDermott. He does a great job. Probably the best actor, I'm going to say, performance-wise. I mean, he's a Shakespeare actor Killed from it. London. <laughs> yeah, and Ewan McGregor's done some of that. Ewan McGregor's very, very good. Yeah. I like him a ton, actually. I like him so much more. Well, but the age, I mean, the, obviously, Ian McDermott has more experience doing yeah, and like, these kind of characters, yes. straight up. He's more, he is more Shakespearean. And it, Definitely. It plays that, right? He usually, he played, he's played a lot of mentor and father characters. I wonder if he's ever played Iago in Othello. Hmm. That would be interesting. I, I think he played, um, if I'm correct, he was in, ha- not Hamlet. I think, you know, he was in Hamlet as, uh, Hamlet's uncle. I can't remember. Claudius, is that his name? I can't remember. I read your Dude, story. straight up, I Googled Yago Ian McDermott, all right? And I, guys, I'm not, if you guys are listening to this, you know, we, we do a lot of things on the fly, mm-hmm. right? Straight up, Ian, uh, Ian Mc, oh, sorry, I've, mis- I've been mispronouncing his name. It's Ian McDermott, it's all, it's all says that Palpatine's role in Revenge of the Sith is basically Yago and Othello. Yeah. What? Boom. Jafar. (laughs) Not that Iago. Not that Iago. Either way. Thanks, uh, 12th grade literary. uh, Yeah. Shout out to our uh, AP literature class. AP lit. There you go. (laughs) Did you read Othello in AP lit? I did, yeah. I read Hamlet. I played Iago, actually, in it. Interesting. You did, did like, a reading in? Yeah. I did a British accent. My class did that for Romeo and Juliet, which, Mm -hmm. by the way, super weird. And, like, if you ever become a teacher, don't do that with your class. Romeo and Juliet? That's such a weird one to act out. They made me play... Because then you have to pick one person to be Romeo and one to be Juliet. I was Romeo in one of them. Our teacher made a girl be Romeo and a guy be Juliet so there wouldn't be kind of funny they're playing yeah Yeah, Yeah. you know that stuff I mean which doesn't make any sense we're like sophomores in high school so like come down yeah very much so (laughs) we're mature enough at this point we can do this (laughs) for real Uh, you wanna move on number two yeah so um, one of my favorite this is alright this is something that's not near and dear to my heart at all but I think they really botched this opportunity up in the entire prequels but in this movie, Obi-Wan and Anakin are very good. Mm-hmm. And that last fight between them, their relationship, it sells me on it for a minute. Mm-hmm. I just wish it would have been more obvious mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. My problem with this, the only problem I have, is that it seems like Anakin has no reason to be turning on Obi-Wan at the end. All right, well, let's get to that. We'll get to that eventually. We'll get to that, uh, yeah. Other than that, other than that... Yes. The relationship is much more natural. I think yeah, much, that's it. Yes. Much more natural. Even There's Christian. He also calls him Master Way Less, Way which is definitely an improvement. One of my favorite lines, I think, in this is when Obi Wan in this film, Obi Wan goes up to him and basically says, "We want you to spy on Palpatine." Like I, I don't. He said, "I don't want this," and you can tell he's sincere. That's what. That's how you know the acting is good. Mm. Is is, is is very sincere about it and. We don't, we don't really want you to do this. But the council has decided that it might be best to have you spy on Palpatine. Here's why. And Anakin basically says, you know, I think it's kind you know, I think it's absurd that you would ask me. Um, and he basically says, you know, like uh, from coming from a mentor and a friend. Mm-hmm. And then Obi-Wan even says, I'm on your side. It's like, oh, we have something here, people. Mm-hmm. We have something here, and then they're fighting. Mm-hmm. A new hope would actually be more, yeah, more of like rivals, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, because that's how it seems even yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Where it's more Definitely. rivalry than anything else. Anyway, man, really good, really good ending. Um, I love the ending fight between them, and then even the last dialogue. Where I just wish we knew. Uh, I just wish Obi Wan's line of "You're my brother, Anakin. I loved you." Mm-hmm. I wish we got that. Yeah. More, but, I wish I wish that hit home more. Yes, but it, no, it is a 
it is like a good part. This mm-hmm. is a positive we thought yeah, on this. Yeah, definitely. Really like the, let's go through, I guess, the opening battle. Them saving Palpatine. Really cool. Really cool. It, it, I really like it because it's reached a point in their relationship where they're both mature enough to do this job and Obi-Wan doesn't have to supervise Anakin. Yes. But at the same time, Anakin's still a little reckless. Yes. Because he's always going to be a little reckless. In a good way. In a good way. But Obi-Wan doesn't have to, where he's like, oh, it's you. Like, when he comes back in the elevator and, like, always move on the move. And, right. like, all these just funny Ewan McGregor lines. Um, it's 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 way better than anything we've seen yeah. in one or two, for sure. So. And a big aspect of that also is the dialogue between the two. It doesn't seem forced. Mm. Even when, when Anakin is upset about not being named a master. Absurd, by the way. Mm-hmm. Absurd. Like, son... You're on the Jedi Council. Yeah. Master's you got a, literally just a thing you put in front of your name. And you got appointed by them. Right? You got appointed by Palpatine. It's not as if they said, we're going to promote you to rank, or we're going to promote you to the Jedi Council. It would make more sense. Okay? Is if he's promoted to the rank of Master, right? And then they're like, we don't trust you, so we aren't going to put you on the Council. Mm-hmm. That is more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. For him, it feels more like he's kind of bratty here. Or even Obi-Wan points out to him, man, like you're the youngest person ever on the Council. Relax. Relax. <laughs> like, think about that, man. Like, you're mm. doing really, really well. You're tearing it up right now. You're tearing it up. Exactly. Yeah, like, we all like you. Miss Wendu likes you. Everybody <laughs> likes you. Anyway. Yeah. Now, with that being said, Obi-Wan kind of makes a big mistake here. Mm-hmm. And letting him go over and work with Palpatine. But that mm-hmm. just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Can't really control that. Yeah. So, that was our number two. Number mm-hmm. one. Uh, last thing, uh, the action and the lightsaber battles. We thought this is sick. Uh, let's just let's point to the best. Let's just go there. Mm-hmm. Best one by far. Best lightsaber battle, in my opinion, by far mm-hmm. in this series. And probably almost the entire... I think it's the best lightsaber fight of all <sighs> the movies. It's, and you, what, you, you can say Return of the Jedi, but choreographed-wise, like yeah. yes. this is the best. Visually, just watching it. It's, yes. it's like I'm, art. <laughs> it's cool. It's like a dance. When it's I the watch most it, like a dance. Yeah, you're so pumped about yeah. this battle. Yeah. And like then you get a little hand-to-hand combat sick. Whatever, and the way Anakin fights him like under his arm and behind his back like that. It's cool. Crazy And cool. it's very much Master Apprentice. Crazy you cool. can tell, right? It's And it's one of the only moments in this prequel series where we're able to tell that Anakin is much more powerful than Obi-Wan. You think? Yeah. I thought it was very much their beat for beat. I That's think they I are beat it. for beat, but... Anakin is doing more like impressive things. I think. Oh, I like that. Obi Wan's more on the defense, Technique. and Anakin's more on the off, in, on the offensive in this yeah, whole fight. Yeah, I I would agree. And um, then other lightsaber battle. And not even he's more powerful than Obi Wan. I think it just shows that he's power, really powerful already. It's cool that we get to actually see both of them right. really at it. Here's an issue I have with a lot of the prequels, and I'll get to some of them in a second. But I think the. I think the Confederate droids, or uh, the Separatist droids. Confederate <laughs> Basically. Droids, yeah. But the Separatists, they really don't have, I mean, they're, they're fighting, their military sucks. Yeah. You know, we joke, their battle droids literally get cut like butter. Mm. It's, it's so easy dumb. to kill battle droids. I mean, they have a bunch of them that are in an elevator, and they're like, yeah. freeze. Can I, can I just say this? Imagine if their entire army was droidicas. All right, let's Imagine pause. how much better their army so would be. So we'll get to that. Yes, I'm I'm in on this, but yeah, uh, I like like this movie. Uh like this movie, but I specifically love the action sequences. We love mm-hmm. the battle over Coruscant. For sure. The Mace Windu Palpatine duel, pretty good actually. Yeah, really good. And and the Palpatine Yoda duel, really good for however long it is, Hell which yeah. we'll talk about later. Um it's good. Um it's not it's not great, but, but it's good. It was cool. We got clone it's troopers cool. in action. Yeah. It's just it's a fun war movie, and I mean it's not a war movie, but it's fun just getting to kind of see mm-hmm. the characters. We get a few different battles. Overall, mm-hmm. it's just it's an enjoyable film. So, for sure. Thank you guys for listening to our positives. Let's dive down below. Mm-hmm. All right, negatives. Mm-hmm. Top five. I'm pumped actually about going into these. So I've got a laundry list of stuff here. Okay, so number one though, do we just want to attack this at? General Grievous, my man. Mm-hmm. Go in. You like General Grievous. Um, yeah, I think he's interesting. I think I'm more interested in him because he is in the Clone Wars a lot more, and that's where he's really interesting. And we get backstory in the Clone Wars more on General Grievous. 
This movie, though, he's not... He's not really much of anything. Yes. In this movie. He has no, there's no substance behind his character. So, uh, basically, his... His person... Or his persona, okay? Is that he's what's called a Kalish. And he's a male warlord, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So... He actually is the commanding officer in the military forces for the Separatist, right? But his origin, which I think is very interesting, is he was a huge, huge warrior. And he basically turns himself from a member of the Kalish into essentially like a cyborg to become more powerful. Yeah. And I thought that's a very, very interesting concept. You also said before he was Darth Vader before Darth Vader. Yes. Because... Basically, the Emperor, or Dooku, I guess, saved him from death and basically mm-hmm. re- made him a cyborg. Yeah, basically gives him the cybernetic upgrades. Definitely. So, yeah, interesting. Um, I wish I could have had more on about General Grievous. I, I Going in, I don't know anything about him, and then he kind of dies pretty quick. Yeah, and he's coughing. He's way too coughing. He's like, give that man a cough drop for real. No, in all fairness, so I did research on this, and they say that his armor and the actual synth skin that they gave to him, right, uh, basically kept his vital organs intact, but they did kind of mess, irritate like his lungs, okay? Mm-hmm. So when I read that, it's like, yeah, that makes sense, right? So he's got a little lung irritation. That's why he always has the cough, and he would for the remainder of the war. Mm-hmm. But still, I don't know. It just seemed a little unnecessary if I had to. If I had to ask, I'd bring it up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do we want to say more about General Grievous? I really love his... Just the idea and concept of his character. I yeah, think it's, it's really cool. It's not really well executed. Just not well executed. Uh, that's, it's that's unfortunate. an excuse for Obi-Wan to go and fight him. And Pretty much. Anakin it's an excuse for, for Obi-Wan to be occupied while Anakin gets deceived. I mean, basically, yeah. So To take Obi-Wan away from what's happening. Yep. Um... And I think there could have been better ways to do that. Um, I don't Definitely. think it had to be General Grievous. Um, I could if it couldn't even it could have even been it could have been General Grievous. I'm not saying it didn't have to be General Grievous, but I wish it wasn't just because General Grievous was a coward and ran away. Yeah, very much so. Agreed. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to number four. You want to go? Yeah. Uh, the droids are useless, guys. Across the board, the droids are pathetic in this movie. More pathetic than any other movie. Because at least in Attack of the Clones, they there's a lot of and they do stuff. Yep. This movie's they're pointless. They're literally pointless. My favorite part with droids in this movie is the where they're in General Grievous's uh, command center on the ship. The bridge. In the opening battle base. The bridge. Mm-hmm. And General Grievous escapes to an escape pod, and then they have to like defeat the rest of the droids. It takes them a combined 15 seconds <laughs> to wipe out the entire bridge. Well, and he says, droids. "Don't worry, keep steering the ship." It's like, why? It's not going to matter anyway. Mm-hmm. My favorite line in this is C-3PO goes and asks Padme if she wants anything. She says no, and he straight up says, I feel so useless. Yeah. And I was like, yep. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Another droid, the R4 units all need to be recalled. Recall, recall the, the R4s. The, the opening scene where they're flying in the ships, R4, the, the buzz droids go on his ship. On Obi Wan ship, kind of so, ship, and then they literally just tear off R four's head yeah. within it like five seconds. It doesn't even show like them cutting around his head. It just whoop, there goes his head. Buzz droids did nothing. R two, R two, by the way, Buzz is the only exception. Pointless. I want to make this clear. R two is the only exception. I mean, yes, but he's R two. And they even, he doesn't even do anything really. No, he zaps the one, and then Anakin basically is able to get rid of the other ones. Like they can't even wreck a ship properly. Pointless. Hmm. R2 escaping those two battle droids like he's very creative good at it uh, the reality is those two battle droids should be fired as well <laughs> like yeah no, you exactly. see a droid there literally you hold that thing captive or shoot it yeah pretty much destroy the astromech it's all good so we're kind of get flying through our positive uh, or negatives here I was going to say something else about a droid no, I don't remember what I was going to say about a droid Grievous is kind of the droid oh oh I got duh Oopa, oopa, the nurse. She, she's lost the will to live. All right, well, see ya. What? <laughs> Can we get a second medical <laughs> profession in here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not great. She's dying. How? There's no physical ailments. She's just like really, really sad and upset, and of course, but just uh... two kids. Why don't we get Obi Wan in there? Like, 
hey, Padme, you have two beautiful children. Why don't you, like, you know, we can take care of them something. I know canon. She basically kind of has to die, whatever. Point is, silly, <laughs> goofy. Silly. Yeah. Once once again, I can't get over the, ooh, pa, ooh, like, could they have made any other noise but that? So weird. So weird. All right. All the droids are so utterly worthless in this in this movie. Pretty rough. Pretty rough scene for everybody. Oh, I will mention. Yeah. One droid is really cool. I don't know if it's kind of a droid. General Grievous's bodyguard droids are dope. Oh yeah, the, the ones with the purple. Those are sick. Staff. Sick looking. Sick looking. Yes. And they're. Um, I love playing with them in Lego Star Wars. I will say that. So. Those droids were a lot cooler than any other droids. In this Way video. cool. But overall, they're pointless. Overall pointless. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our top three. So mm. actually, I'm, I'm really stoked to talk about all these guys. Uh, number three, let's just jump right in. Yoda and the Jedi in general and their incompetence. Where do you want to start? Oh, yeah. I think you should start on this because you have so I got a lot say. of notes. I got a lot of notes here. Um, Let's jump in on Yoda. All right, so Yoda, my man, <sighs> tough look for my guy. Let's start there, okay? <laughs> so Yoda, I like you. I think you're a great Jedi in Empire Strikes Back. My man, you are so stupid in these movies. <laughs> Let me go through some Yoda lines. Yoda basically sits down with Anakin and is like, hmm, girl problems? Yes, someone I love and is going to have a baby. I think she's going to die. Hmm. Is it a friend, Anakin? Yeah. Okay, so it's not you. Oh, good. Okay, guys, don't worry about it. He's fine. Not okay. Yoda, just come out and basically be like, hey, it sounds to me, like his only good advice is basically, you know what? You can't control everything, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, Yoda's all over the place. He is not great, not excited about <laughs> that bit of Yoda. More importantly, let's go Yoda Palpatine. You want to dive in on this? Yeah. What? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really make any sense. You were saying it when we were watching the movie. If Yoda and Obi-Wan wanted to have any chance of ending this before it starts, you have to go after them one by one. Yeah. Because Palpatine alone is super powerful and Anakin by himself is also extremely powerful. Yes. So if you want to defeat them both, you have to team up. You can't split up. It doesn't work like that. To quote my buddy Frank on Always Sunny... If you want, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. I'm right. Yeah. It's, if you it's want, to, uh, if you don't pay the troll till, you won't get the boy's soul. <laughs> all right. I mean, reality is though, Yoda doesn't make any sense. So Yoda fights Palpatine to essentially a stalemate, and then he's like, "Failed, I have." What? He leaves like a freaking coward. Yoda, you didn't even fight him. Get back up there and go. What are you talking what are you about? Leaving? I'm gonna crawl through the air conditioning vents. I must. <laughs> Thank you. And then on top of it, all right, Yoda, what? 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 Obi-Wan is like, I'm going to check the hologram to see what happened. Yoda's like, oh, be careful about that. We don't... Be careful about that. Yoda, we're trying to find the truth here. Yeah, we're trying to end this empire, galactic empire. He's like, you might not... And you're saying, don't look because you will be sad. Well, obviously, he's going to be sad. He's going to have to find out eventually. He's like, well, I never found out what happened to Anakin. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that kid. Hope he's doing all right. Yeah. He's going to want to know, Yoda. So you're basically telling him, don't look at what happened to your best friend, essentially. And don't try to end the Galactic Empire before it starts. Dumb. So dumb. You are so silly. Yoda, come on, be better. Be Be a better version of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so Yoda, I got a lot of issues. Jedi. (laughs) Did Mace Windu pick you up off the street? (laughs) Did you forget how to be a Jedi Master? Straight up. I mean, we joked last night. Brendan was sitting there and Palpatine won. I have no idea how in the world that man can go from a sitting position and do like a 360 and land on his feet. But then just goes and straight up stabs the Jedi. Three Jedi in 10 seconds. Like one, two, and then block, block, three. Mm -hmm. So dumb. Was no one else available. Now, <laughs> Ruck's argument is, we're haters. That shows how powerful Sidious is. There's a lot of ways you can show how powerful he is. Yeah, that doesn't that make ain't any sense. That, I mean, straight up, like if you know he's going to come at you, how it should have ended basically says Mace Windu beforehand. He's like, guys, remember, this is a Sith Lord. So no matter what you do, block 
him. He's going to come in aggressive. Okay? Straight up, like last night, he goes through one guy, pulls lightsaber out, goes in like, goes swipes across the other girl. Uh, and the other girl's like, arms are above her head. Like, <laughs> oh, no, don't hit me. Oh, no, oh he hit me. Thank you. Oh, no. Tough, tough, tough for the Jedi. And uh, the Jedi Knights in general. Mm-hmm. You guys really are struggling here, and I apologize for this rant. But mm-hmm. someone needs to say how trashy you guys are at fighting. Yeah. No wonder you Did went. you also mention Order 66? Yeah, let's go into that. <laughs> that's just incompetent Jedi. Can you say it for me? I, I need to... Execute Order 66. Jedi, number... Oh, one thing before we get into Order 66. Can we honestly just put the Wii strap around your wrists for your lightsabers? <laughs> Basically. These guys drop them all the time. All the time. And so Cody is like, oh, sorry, you dropped this. Yeah. And it's like, all right, here you go. Also, Thanks. can I just mention, if Order 66 had happened about two minutes before it did, oh, yeah. Obi-Wan would be lightsaberless. <laughs> because Cody would have never given him back his lightsaber. But if he had a wrist strap, he's good. Man, it's just, yeah, interesting. And then all these Jedi, like, no offense, they, or not no offense, but like, to be fair, they didn't see it coming. Some of them were sad. Some of them Plo Koon's death. He's yeah. the guy with kind of the weird, like, face and the big black eyes. Yeah. Looking. He got just wrecked. Yeah, he got, that was a bad one. Yeah. But Kai Mundi's out there like, come on! And then they're all yeah, shooting at him. And then it's like, block, block, yeah. block. Yeah. Wasn't he there in Attack of the Clones where they're all, like, easily deflecting all of the battle droids? Yes. Shots? So, are clone troopers now all of a sudden accurate? Also, this is the only time we ever see a clone trooper or a stormtrooper actually target? hit somebody. Can I say that? The only time. And they all come in rapid oh, succession. Isn't that unbelievable? Man. Dude, thank you. Yeah. I, no, Plo Koon's yeah. death was by far the most sad because I'm like, man, they did that man dirty. They did that He's just dirty. flying in midair and they're just, they literally just like back up and then shoot him. Yep. So sad. Yep. Not also, great. The, the three of them on the speeders and the clones literally just pull yeah. back and just shoot him. And then two go after Yoda. I don't know. Uh, the clones just, whatever. So Yoda and the Jedi, sorry about that. Uh, number two, uh, let's go into the rough dialogue. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Can we talk about Anakin for a second? <laughs> Anakin, your wife just told you that she's pregnant. In your response, and I wrote this down, okay? So Anakin's response here is basically the exact same as if a frat brother was told by some girl he met that she's three days late. <laughs> I mean, he looks at her in the way he was like, the creepiest face. Are you sure? Like, come on, it's three days. It's not that big of a deal, right? No. So, so uncomfortable, Anakin. Anakin's your wife. Give her a hug. Like, make her actually feel yeah, like and, she's and, not and human garbage. At the same time, she's arguing, how, how are we going to do this? How people People can't know. What are you discussing? Just say you're hooked up with an off-worlder. Ain't nobody gonna know the difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, Anakin is sleeping with Padme. Does he just go to the Jedi Temple like, hey guys, I'm gonna go peace out and go to my apartment. And they're like, oh, that's weird. He doesn't even have an apartment. <laughs> he lives here. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys seen, like, Obi-Wan, have you seen your bunkmate, Anakin? He's like, oh, no, no, but honestly, it gives me enough, like, time I got TV by myself. No. I can watch whatever movies I want. I don't really think twice about it. Why? Remember that girl he spends a lot of time with? Uh, what's her name? Oh, Padme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both attractive. Anything there? Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> Yoda's like, meditate on this, I will. Yeah. Like you do everything in yeah. this movie. Apparently Yoda's prequel ideas, if I meditate long enough, people will think I'm doing something. <laughs> That's too, too, too real. Too real. Too real. <laughs> too real, unfortunately. All right, some other bits of dialogue between them. Uh, love has blinded you. I'm going to throw up. Mm-hmm. If you put Anakin and Padme on a screen ever again, I will most likely vomit. So <laughs> I want to get the love has blinded you and do a quick reading of these lines. Because quite frankly, it is a tough, tough, tough watch. All righty. Here you go. Uh, Brendan, who do you want to be? <laughs> I'll be Padme. Okay. Yeah. You get the good stuff. All right. Anakin. You are... So beautiful. It's only because I'm so in love. No, no, it's it's because I'm so in love with you. 
Then love has blinded you? Well, that's not exactly what I meant. But it's probably true. Oh. When has this even happened? Insane. Oh, no. It happens when she's brushing her hair on the balcony. By the way, she is a prominent senator, and Anakin's just chilling in the doorway. Yeah. Is there no paparazzi? Yeah. It's basically Space Vegas. Space Vegas. Imagine there was the MGM Grand Hotel in Vegas. Imagine you have the top floor penthouse suite with a balcony and the MGM Grand. You're trying to tell me that if Beyonce was standing on a balcony with Jay-Z, or let's see, not even Jay-Z, if Beyonce was standing on a balcony with Justin Bieber, you don't think that we would notice that crap? Somebody would go by and be like, yeah, like, excuse me? Like, what is happening right now? Something is not right. No, wait, let's, uh, here you go, I got you, ready? Here's another good one. This is before everything comes out, okay? Mm-hmm. Mace Windu. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Yeah, no crap, took you 15 <laughs> years. Ready for this? The dark side of the Force surrounds the Chancellor. Really? Bro, guess what's wild, is you could go up to him with, like, 20 Jedi and say, we're arresting you under the pretense that you're a Sith Lord, mm. Okay? Arrest him, and I'm pretty sure the Jedi could figure a way out to prove that he is a Sith Lord. Okay, he's got a red lightsaber on him. <laughs> this is his evidence. Count Dooku's lightsaber is this. Yeah. This is his. They are both red. He's a Sith As you see, Jedi lightsabers are blue or green. <laughs> or purple. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. So that's bad. And then uh, what else do we have? Oh, no. Uh, it's the Padme. Oh, here you go. Last one. It's we aren't gonna do a reading for it, but Anakin, you're breaking my heart. You're going down a path that I can't follow. No. Yeah. Well, are you serious? One. Oh, actually, another line. Obi Wan. I saw him killing younglings. Not Anakin. What? Well, are let's you? do a little flashback. <laughs> I I I killed them all, and not just the men, the women. And children, they're animals, and I slaughter them like animals. I hate them. Yeah. Good. Fast forward. Yep. Not Anakin. <laughs> what? I mean, honestly, if she would have said, yeah, I'll be honest with you, he's done this before. <laughs> Murderous rampages? Uh, yeah, that sounds like my husband. Also, you know, Padme, and I'm just going to tell you this. It's not a big deal. You had, you had a one-night hookup with this cute guy you thought? Okay. And then about 48 hours later, he, he lets you in on the idea that he actually is kind of a psychopath. You don't have to marry that guy. You don't. All right. Like, I, I honestly wish one of your handmaidens, you got about 25 of them, mm-hmm. would have said, hey, heads up. Um, he might not be the best person for you. Yeah. Why? Well, you know, about 20 minutes ago, you before you kissed him, uh, you told him to please stop looking at you like that because mm-hmm. it's Makes creepy. Makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, and just going to throw that out to you. She's like, no, I'm in love. I don't know. Um, that's basically all I have on cringy dialogue. Yeah. Last piece. To be honest, it's not as bad. Not as bad. But uh, it's still bad. <laughs> Love is Blind is pretty pretty bad up there. I'm actually mm-hmm. on prequel memes on Reddit. Thank you. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank you for that. We've got some... Uh, probably got some really good Pre- stuff. Prequel memes. Anakin... Oh, actually, this I can't say this. Oh, man. This is... Guys, go on prequel memes on Reddit. <laughs> Some good stuff on here. I've actually been on there before. It's really funny. <laughs> now we're just looking at prequel memes. Okay. Um, last one. Yeah. Before we kind of do a prequel di- deep... Or not deep dive, but a prequel recap. Can we talk about Anakin? Yeah. You want to go? Yeah. I got some strong opinions on this, but mm-hmm. I'll let you go first. Um, man. He's, um... <laughs> I don't understand why he's so down for the dark side. Yes. <laughs> so can we recap right before Obi-Wan leaves for Utapau? Anakin straight up says, I don't think I appreciate you enough in the lessons you've taught me. Mm-hmm. And basically Obi-Wan says, yeah, after, like, after this war, I'm going to go finish this war, and then we'll talk more after it. Yeah. Essentially, 72 hours later... He's a Sith? 
Whack. It's more like a teenage daughter getting pissed at the mom. You know, mom, thank you so much for giving me guidance, mm. blah, 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 blah. So, like, you know, three three days later. I love my boyfriend! I'm going to be with him forever! We're leaving! Right? Yeah. That's yeah. so how this feels. Mm-hmm. All right, let's kind of outline Anakin's fall here. So, at minute 108, Anakin goes and tells Mace Windu, I believe Senator... Uh, Palpat- or I believe Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 108. Yeah, an hour eight minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. In hour 23, he in like 45 seconds, he walks into the room to murder children. Within 15 minutes, he literally goes from, hey, I'm going to help the Jedi out, right? Honor their code. Yep. To... I'm going to brutally murder all these children because for some reason the Jedi are bad? It makes no freaking sense. Straight up Palpatine is sitting there in the corner groveling. He's saying, please help me, please help me, right? Yeah. And then he uses force lightning. Anakin sees him use force lightning. This makes no sense, okay? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I can save the ones you love, but... And then it's, I need him. Chops his arm off. And then Palpatine straight up yells, unlimited power. Can I also mention the only reason why Anakin is even interested in joining Palpatine is because Palpatine has promised him that he can save the ones he loves. Says about eight times. Yes. As soon as Palpatine or Mace Windu dies, Palpatine gets up, Anakin says. Uh, I I just want to know how to save Padme. And he says, Well, cheating death has only been done once before. But if we work together, which is complete bull. Complete bull crap. Complete bull crap. If I was Anakin, I'd be like, Hold on, hold on. Hold on just a second. No, you promised me we could save my wife. I'm not interested in this if you can't help me. Yeah, I'm the one that's getting thrown under the bus. That's the other thing. Anakin and Brendan, you said it. You're right. Anakin is the... All he wants is to save his wife. Yeah. That's all he wants. There's been no other motive. And that's why you've said if you could change it, you would make it so that he would have multiple motives for joining the dark yeah, side. Yeah, we want him to actually crave power. For that sure. That would make sense. And, I mean, he, in Attack of the Clones, he does. Yeah. He does. So, like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I want more... Power hungry Anakin in this movie. Makes way more sense. Makes way more sense when he turns to the dark side, man. It seems like he's got it all under control at the beginning of this movie. Like he's got his emotions under control. And then he joins the dark side just because he has a very loose promise of saving his wife. Very loose. So, 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 so such true. a just throwing something at well, if we work together, okay, well, good enough, apparently. What? And then like, Anakin just gets on his knees and is like, whatever. You I will say. do whatever you ask. Like, what? And then he's just like, I pledge myself to your teachings. Makes sense, okay? Then he says, I will do whatever you ask. Why? No, why? 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 Are you not working for him? You don't get paid. You're on his payroll. Real talk. You're not, there's no time. Go- you're not clocked in right now. Remember Brendan have said this, and this is very, very true, okay? Anakin in that moment can murder Palpatine. Yeah, straight up. Murder Palpatine. Murder Palpatine. And end the Empire forever. And straight up say... He, it turned out he was a Sith Lord. Yeah, and he turns out he can't save my wife from dying, so I'm killing him. Because yeah. if I'm, if he's not going to help me save my wife, I can, and, I, I still want to be a Jedi. And shut up, you can say, here's the proof, right? Hell, you can find audio recordings in there, I'm sure, right? Visual recordings yeah. that basically... Also, if he kills Palpatine right here, Order 66 doesn't happen. So all the Jedi survive. That's what Jedi I'm Order is preserved. I'm just throw that out there. And you know what? Uh, he, he can. His whole point can be, well, like, yeah, I cut Windu's arm off, right? Yeah. And they can say, all right, well, like, you're also, you're culpable for his death. And it's like, yes. However, at the same time. I saved. At the same time, I didn't video. realize. Yeah, and he, he can point out the fact, right? He can say, Windu was going to kill him. I didn't realize he was an exact Sith Lord until he divulged his entire plan onto me. Yeah, for real. Which then I realized... This doesn't make any sense. Which, I mean, would have gotten some flack, but at the same time, the Jedi got to be like, thank you for, I don't know, saving us from the Dark Lord of the Sith that's been around for 15 years and we didn't know about it? Yeah. Anakin is the only person to figure this out. Yes. Absurd. 
absurd, absurd dude. Makes no sense. I I have nothing but good things to say about our little boy Annie Skywalker. Um, just kidding. I don't understand this. <laughs> but for real, like, and then uh, Palpatine makes a comment. They're gonna come at the like basically the Jedi are gonna try to take over the Senate now. And Anakin's like, I agree. What? what? And I here's the issue a lot of people have with this film. Not these film, but just the whole prequels. This is well, this will fall into pre- prequel recap. This doesn't feel like Darth Vader. This character <laughs> does not feel like Vader at all. Mm-hmm. It, it actually feels more like maybe Luke. <laughs> yeah. But not even. Yeah. Right? So, tough scene. Tough look for my boy. Tough scene. Tough scene. <laughs> um, well, I, th- I, think we're, I think we're good. We're mm-hmm. kind of done discussing. Yeah. Oh, Anakin. Sorry. Let's go a little bit further. I apologize. We, we, made, we meant to go into this. Anakin and Obi-Wan at the end. He hates Obi-Wan, but, like, it doesn't make sense. So the reason why he chokes Padme is basically, you brought him here to kill me. It's like, I don't get it. He's crying about three minutes before that. (laughs) Right? Because you can tell he's like, I've made a mistake. He's very reluctant to do all of this. Yeah. And And that makes sense, man. It makes sense. What would make sense for him is to basically tell Obi-Wan, like, I'm too far in. Mm -hmm. And if Obi-Wan's like, no, you're not. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, listen... Yeah, you, you messed up. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like, it's all right. Like, I'm here for you. You know, mm-hmm. she's here for you. She's, she'll love you, but we need you to do the right thing. But all of a sudden, it's my new powers can save you. What new powers? There are new powers. If you had, if you straight up in that fight pull out force lightning and a bunch of other stuff, yes. then that is new powers. New, you don't have, you have promises, vague promises of new powers from this dude. Yeah. Straight up. Dumb, dumb, uh, and dumber. Dumb and dumber, for sure. But yeah, that is basically <laughs> all of our positives and negatives on yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Overall, though, really enjoyed the movie. Just wish Anakin's definitely would have been different. So, a uh, mm-hmm. quick prequel recap. Uh, let's kind of talk big picture. Mm-hmm. So, we've discussed this before. Um, the prequels, uh, prequels and sequels, and the original trilogy, all, in my opinion, feel like very different movie sets. Mm-hmm. Which they are... But at the same time, like, uh, Hayden Christensen doesn't... Anakin Skywalker isn't Darth Vader. Yeah. It's not really. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe... It's not believable when he turns to Darth Vader. Yeah. When you com- com- compare the two, Anakin Skywalker... Darth Vader was never Anakin Skywalker. Yes. And at the same time, we don't see Anakin use the Force in a really impressive way, I would say. Until, basically, he's Vader and he starts destroying yeah. all the robots around him. Basically. Which is really, like, upsetting, quite frankly, because all we do is hear how great he is, how great he is, how great he is, and it's like, actually, he's not that great. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my take on it. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add? Like, I feel bad. George Lucas kind of gets crapped on for these yeah. movies. But the original trilogy, or the original, sorry, the sequel trilogy, it's got some faults. Yeah. It's not It's not immune. And we're learning that, that it's not easy to make good Star yeah. Wars. Um, one thing I will say is kudos to these movies for actually having a story arc in mind, okay? Yes. There's a clear beginning and end to this before you even start writing Phantom Menace, Mm -hmm. okay? Kudos to George Lucas for actually doing it in a way that I guess makes sense, I would say. Or, like, it makes sense, but... In a way that just, it doesn't feel, like it feels pretty believable. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, it feels believable. If, if mm-hmm. it doesn't feel drawn out, it doesn't feel, doesn't feel too short. It's just right. Yeah. In and terms of you art. know what's interesting is I think about Vader. Anakin Skywalker, actually, I could see him turning to the dark side because his character isn't that interesting. Right? If he's not Darth Vader, no one really has a huge issue with this. Mm-hmm. But him turning to the dark side makes sense for his girlfriend because, I mean, it's his first girlfriend. And let's call a spade a spade. My dude is all jumped up on hormones. Yep. <laughs> right? It's, hey, I got to protect my girlfriend because I love her and she loves me and there's nothing else but us. Yeah. So, interesting. I don't like some of the edits to the new movies that are done because of George. Um, because of some of the, you know, all that other stuff that <laughs> he decided to jump down the rabbit hole with. But, uh, Yeah. Anything else we just kind of want to add about the prequel legacy or? Um, I think the prequels will always be 
the stepchild to the, original. the originals. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they should be ignored. Yes. And in The Mandalorian, just go watch Mandalorian, but we talked about that yeah. in episode three. Mm-hmm. We do talk yeah, we about We talked that. a little bit about that. Um, I It makes me upset when Star Wars fans and Star Wars and Disney especially nowadays pretend that the prequels never happened. Yes. And pretend like this, this story doesn't never happened. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a it's, tough look. It's 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 frustrating to me, and and I get these movies aren't perfect, but at the same time, these movies are George part of George Lucas's story. Yep. And this is it's as, they're as much of George Lucas's story as the original movies. And you know what's interesting is Nathaniel. Me and him one time talked. This is probably two years ago. I was talking about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Okay, because mm-hmm. the joke is that. Basically, J.K. Rowling, everybody was Voldemort's villain at the end of all these movies, right? Plot twist. <laughs> but we were discussing how Chamber of Secrets is 50 years prior. Voldemort's a student, so Voldemort's like 75 years old when he's trying to kill Harry in the <laughs> book, right? And I said to Nathaniel, I was like, actually, you know, I feel like he's more, th- you know, probably 40s, where he's like a generation above his, the parents, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nathaniel pointed out, I was like, it just sucks that that's the case. And Nathaniel's comment was very... Surprisingly wise. He's like, well, make it what you want, right? Mm-hmm. These are stories that kind of in, involve your own buying in. So if you can't buy into what something is, that's fine. Change it. Mm-hmm. It's not that serious. Now, can you be yeah. upset? Yeah. yeah. People are upset about Last Shot. We're going to talk about that, of course, when we get there. People mm-hmm. are upset with the first two movies and even Revenge of the Sith. That, mm-hmm. eh, people don't like it necessarily. Guys, it's okay then. You know, then what's something that you would have liked to see? Right, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Sure, can you be disappointed? Yeah, please don't go online though and just start attacking the actors and actresses. That's not these people's fault. It's not. They. It's just a movie. They saw they they got cast in a Star Wars movie. Like, come on, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say to that? I mean, every no. person in America takes that hundred percent. Hundred percent, man. Hundred um, percent. So. So that's the legacy of the prequels. I think is they'll never. They don't. They're never gonna stack up to the originals, but no. they're still. As much of a story as yes. the originals. Prequels are still important to Star Prequels Wars. Prequels are still important. But it's okay to not like them and to kind of pee on them a little bit. Yeah, not not everything has to start when Luke is born. Yeah, no, exactly. It, it, that's not when st- the Star Wars canon starts. Yeah, because there's some interesting stuff in the Star Wars lore in the prequels. Mm-hmm. They just don't do a good job of jumping into No. And, and, and I love the Clone Wars for that is because it really dives yep. into a lot of the lore that doesn't get touched on yes. in the prequel movies and especially stuff like even Knights of the Old Republic, which is before the prequels. Very cool, Very cool stuff, man. Um, so, you know, like the prequels are, they're just as much of a story. I can't emphasize that enough. They're just as much of a story. They're just a part of this universe they're as just, everything else. Yeah, so. Uh, sure. so, we're not trying to preach. It's just, I, no. I get a little frustrated whenever yeah, I see and, and my dad makes a really good point. My dad always says, I don't like Star Wars fans at all. And his argument is because Star Wars fans try to make Star Wars what they want. And in reality, sure, but at the same time... But you, you know what's weird is it's not like make it what they want. It's more of attack people attack for they, not they don't being like. exactly what they want it to Exactly. Be. They just try to control the narrative too much. Yes. yes. Instead of letting things play out and actually enjoying the story. Instead of like hyping yourselves up and and all this crap, I stand by so. this, you don't have to like the story. No, I, I mean I just said you don't. You can make it something different, but I do get frustrated whenever I go online and I see just people trash. You know, not my Star Wars. I hate this. Blah blah blah. That's fine, man. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't disagree. It's frustrating at times. We watched Attack of the Clones. To quote my brother, he tried to watch Phantom Menace. He's like, I just couldn't. He's mm-hmm. like, I just can't. And I don't blame him because it's not a good movie. So it's okay to be upset with George on different stuff. However, yeah, I created the universe. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Like, yeah, he's he, God incarnate. It's so. very, <laughs> yeah, for real. But uh, it's it's very impressive. A lot of the stuff that he tried to do, I think he just needed an editor on that. <laughs> I think he definitely. And that's I think the, the the lesson here is, if George had honestly us at right now and he gave us that script, we would say, "Hey, man, you got a really good story here. Here's like ten things I would change." Mm-hmm. Maybe let's rearrange some stuff. Let's put this character in it more. Mm-hmm. This guy seems more interesting, right? Definitely. Let's make Anakin and her dialogue actually less cringy. 
Right. Basically. I just want these two kids like falling in love because sometimes that just happens. Sometimes two attractive people love each other very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just, hey, it turns out they're really close in proximity and he's had a lot of sad stuff happen and she's just kind of looking for someone to turn to and guess what? Bam. There you go. Finding each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Actually, that was a, that was a really good episode and really long episode. <laughs> but... Yeah, I feel it was. It's the end of this segment of our rewatch. Series. Yeah, next so, one's gonna be Rogue One. I'm Rogue very, One. very pumped about Rogue One. Yes, very Rogue good. Um, are we gonna be doing solo rewatching it? So that's the one we actually aren't gonna do, guys. And the only reason is it doesn't really fit in with any type mm-hmm. of Star Wars. Can- like not can, but timeline. it's not. Rogue One is very close to being a Skywalker saga movie. Very close. That's very, what very, very close to being because it. Plays into it. Yeah, and it, 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 it contributes directly to yes. the events of the Skywalker saga. Yes. The Solo movie doesn't. Does not. So, yep. Solo, we will not be doing an episode on. Sorry if you like that movie. My dad likes that movie a lot. It's <laughs> a good movie. It's a good movie. It I just doesn't. It's not a, upset, We're but... kind of doing the Skywalker saga here um, more than we are actually really doing Star Wars. Because we're doing Star Wars movies. Obviously, we watch Solo, but... Um, the Skywalker saga is what we're mainly focusing on here. So. Very much. And Rogue One is, I think, definitely almost a Skywalker saga movie. So yeah. We'll be doing sure. Rogue One. That'll be coming out on Friday. Yeah, that'll be me and Mom. Yeah, and then... Catherine's joining us. Yeah, She's Catherine. very excited, actually. Ooh. She's I'm so excited. excited. I'm excited to have her on here. Um, and then next Monday will be Mandalorian Episode 4. Yep. And then next Wednesday will be A New Hope. Yes, me and Eric. Me and Eric. And then the and then Friday will be Empire Strikes Back. Yep, and that's me and Brendan again. Which would be really cool. So And then obviously, next Monday will be episode five of Mandalorian. You get the picture. Yeah. Um, so then it'll be Return of the Jedi on Wednesday, Force Awakens on Friday. Yeah. You get the gist. You can kind of fill in the blanks. And then Last Jedi. <laughs> basically, Last, last Jedi, Jedi will be on Last Jedi, one, we're probably going to actually get out on Tuesday. Tuesday. We'll do it the day before. Yeah, just. because that's day. It's I don't I just don't want you guys to listen to Last Jedi, and then it's a day later. Some of you guys are going to go see Star Wars. Because we're going to go see it probably Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Great episode. Thank you guys for listening, as always. Uh, Patreon.com. Just look up off script or just click on the link in the podcast. Uh, yeah. Makes things a lot easier. Sure. Or it's on Instagram, there. Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can follow it there. So. That's everything on uh, mine, Brendan. Yeah. Hey, may the force be with you, Anakin, until you try to <laughs> until you try to murder yeah. me next time I see you. Oh boy. It. Yeah. Thanks for watching this with us, guys. Watching. I <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly we enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. Like, rewatching these movies are sick. So yeah. if you guys haven't rewatched them in a while, go back and rewatch. They're mm-hmm. just kind of fun. Yeah. They're fun. <laughs> see ya.